Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment. Hey there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Fleck. So a few episodes back, I mentioned that I had entered into a joint venture with an estate agent and a few people have asked me since for the details. I mentioned that we had agreed six sophisticated property investment deals in the first three and a half weeks of that relationship, which is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So yeah, I'm going to run you through how we got that much traction that quickly. I have often said the easiest estate agents to build a relationship with are independents because the independents are free thinking, entrepreneurial, not bound by all the rules and regulations of a national chain. Because with a national chain, all you've got is a manager and a national franchise are, yes, they're their own businesses, but they've got all the rules and regulation and training. So I've always thought that independents are better. But interestingly, having looked back at my history of relationships with estate agents, and I have a lot of deals that have come through estate agents at various times, depending on the relationships that I've got at the time, I've had up to 50% of my deals come through estate agents, which is amazing when you think of it, because with an estate agent, there's no cost involved. Now, you might end up paying their fees, but there's no upfront cost. If you're going to advertise in the newspaper, you have to pay upfront and hope you get some leads. If you're going to deliver leaflets, you have to print the leaflets, pay for the delivery and hope you get some leads. But for a deal that comes, and we're generally talking about off-market deals. We're still talking about off-market deals. We're not talking about going on right move and picking a property and saying, I want that one. This is building relationships so that the agent trusts you, knows what you want, and brings you properties when they come across them ahead of putting them on the market. That's what we're talking about here. And I've had that three or four times to, funnily enough, massive success. Now, the hardest part is building the trust and having the estate agent trust you. One of my clients has got a family member who's an estate agent, though, which is obviously instant trust. And given the potential payoffs of such a relationship, it is, I think, well worth the effort of building that relationship and investing in it really because yes you invest your time but you don't actually invest any money and once you've built enough trust that relationship pays off over and over and over again which is awesome absolutely awesome so let's run through how I've done it with this particular agent. So this particular agent, interestingly, is a franchisee of a national estate agency chain. If I said the name, you would definitely know it. Very, very well known. But the franchisee, so the owner of the the, the estate agency, had complete autonomy to do this joint venture. They were completely at liberty. They had complete freedom to, to enter into this joint venture, which I have to admit, I was a little surprised about. I was a little surprised 
that they were able to send out the marketing that we sent out, advertise the services that we're now advertising, etc. And you, you, you might notice, you might have noticed that I'm saying we. It's because I've done this as a joint venture. So the agent is actually buying these properties with me. They don't know how to buy them. So I've trained them to identify the vendors that are motivated. I've trained them in how to present the opportunity to the vendors and then hand it over to me. I'm structuring the deals. I'm negotiating with the vendors. Well, I say I am my my joint venture partner is my other joint venture partner. So in this joint venture, I've got a joint venture with the estate agent, but then I've partnered with one of my business associates to negotiate with the vendors and structure the deals because that way it's really good leverage of of my time. So I've structured them in that uh, in that manner basically. That's how I've structured the deal. So I've gone 50-50 with the estate agent, but I've actually also gone 50-50 with my uh, with my business partner. So I get 25% of every deal, but I'm not actually doing a lot of work once I've set the joint venture up, etc. The way that we did this is firstly giving the agent 50% of every deal and we're looking to flip some of the deals to investors and we're looking to hold some of the properties and what we've said is 50% of everything we make so 50% of the flips 50% of the properties we hold will be the estate agents the agent was really keen on that i talked them through what was possible we looked at how many vendors they not vendors sorry how many landlords they manage properties for we looked at how many potential sellers they had on their database because obviously they have a database of people but only some people have gone with them and some people have gone with other agents so obviously some vendors have gone with them and are now sold so they're no good to us some vendors have listed with my agent and are still on the market so we can offer our services to them some vendors have gone with other agents so they're a good opportunity because they may or may not have sold already they've got some really good databases basically and what we decided would be the best thing was for me to train all of their valuers so they had uh seven or eight valuers and what we did is i ran i think it was an hour and a half training session so the agent put them all in a room And I basically explained how we can help their vendors. And the way I explained it, and I I think, and, and this is the first time I've done it in this way, and it worked really well. The way I explained it was some people need to sell much faster than the open market. They need their money in days rather than weeks. And for those people, the regular estate agency service is not suitable because you can't put a property on the open market with an agent and expect to have the money in your account in three to four weeks. Typically it's three, four, five, six, seven months. So there's a whole group of people that a regular agent can't help. Now those people might go to auction and this particular agent did have an online auction provision. And what I said is, well, this is kind of like that, but better because we can guarantee our offer within 48 hours, whereas they're probably gonna need a couple of weeks to 
list it on the online auction. They have all the uncertainty of what the final bid's going to be. You're going to need to start the offer really low and then it's going to gradually build and it may or may not get to a price that they're happy to sell at. So I said anyone who is interested in your online auction, I think they call it a modern auction, uh, some agents, they're a brilliant candidate for this. And I said anyone who wants to sell quickly, depending on why they want to sell, is a great candidate for us. Because we can either do below market value now and buy really quickly, typically in 28 days, or we can do control now, which is giving them what they need now. So control now, pay later. But often people say, I need to sell now, but they don't need to sell now. They need to get rid of the liability now, or they need to get rid of the responsibility now. If someone's emigrating, one of the six deals that we've done with this agent, one of the vendors is emigrating to New Zealand. That particular person doesn't need all the money right now. She needs a bit in order to go to New Zealand and she wants to be in New Zealand in six weeks like everything's lined up the only thing that's stopping her going is the uh, the sale of her property she needs a bit of money now but the biggest issue is she doesn't want to have the liability and the responsibility and the stress of having an empty property here in the UK hoping that it will sell at some point and she doesn't want to put tenants in because she has no interest in being a landlord and she does want the money to buy in New Zealand happy to rent for a little while in New Zealand few years but does want the money ultimately in order to buy so she needs to sell but she doesn't need to sell quickly. She just needs to emigrate quickly, basically. So if people need to be shot of the property really quickly, then below market value purchase now, 65, 70, 75% of market value will work just fine for them. Or a control now pay later where we take control of the property now, but pay for it over time or pay for it uh, much later would work. Then in the middle, you've got the normal market sales. So this is people who are wanting market value for their property and are happy to wait four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months for the money. And that, that's a regular you know, period of time to sell your property. You might get it under, you might be thinking, hang on, it's not gonna take nine months, Frank, to sell a house. Um, no, you're right, you'll have it under offer probably within, if it's priced correctly, probably within a month or two. But then that purchaser's gotta get a mortgage typically, they might get turned down for a mortgage, then the mortgage company's gotta value the property, the valuation might be downvalued, etc. So yes, it can fly through and you could have your money in, perhaps 10 or 12 weeks, um, more likely it's going to take four, five, six months. And then if you're unlucky, it could take seven, eight, nine, ten 10 months if you don't find a buyer very quickly or the buyer uh, falls through for from, you know, 101 reasons. That middle of the market is the sweet spot for estate agents. But then there are people that need to sell and there's a lot of people like this at the moment where they need more than market value. And if someone needs more than market value, a normal estate agent has no tools in their arsenal. In fact, no one can help them. 
If you think of the person that needs to sell quickly, they can sell in a conventional auction. That'll typically take two months to get the money because you list the property in the auction catalogue. Then the auction happens. Maybe that's three, four weeks. And then the gavel falls. The property sells. Of course, it might not sell. But if the property reaches the reserve, the gavel falls. And that's exchange of contracts. The purchasers typically got 28 days to buy. Perhaps six weeks, perhaps longer, perhaps 21 days. So you've got regular auctions if someone needs to sell fast you've got modern auction that i've discussed where it's listed at a low price on the internet and people make kind of informal tenders uh, to buy the property very little commitment very little um due diligence done on those buyers until after the auction uh, in my experience and i know that because an hour before the closing date i walked into an agent and said How's this um, getting on this property? And they said, oh, if you want a bid, you can bid now. The highest bid is this. You can just add 500 pounds to it. And I was gobsmacked because they didn't know my name at that point, didn't have my phone number, had no idea if I could even buy the property. So it's a, yeah, the modern auction is an interesting beast. It's, uh, yeah, interesting. Let's leave it at that. So you've got conventional auction, modern auction, if someone needs to sell quickly, or perhaps going on the open market, so going on the internet and finding, you know, buy my house quick, and you know, we love it, ugly houses and BMV houses are us and blah blah blah. All of the guys in the back of the newspaper and and on the internet. So there are the quick house buying companies. The problem is for a prospective vendor, they don't trust those companies they don't know them so they might phone three or four of them they all come out all of them are trying to build rapport quickly and the vendors left nervous often quite nervous about which company to choose some of them don't even go out some of them will do it over the telephone which is obviously very scary for the uh for the vendor so those are the options available to someone who wants to sell quickly obviously most people don't need to sell quickly so they'll sell with a regular agent regular estate agent they do of course have the option of putting the property on the market themselves you can now list on right move through third-party um, online organizations you can of course put a for sale board outside your own house etc so that covers below market value quickly that covers market value in three to nine months but if someone needs above market value, perhaps their house is worth 100 and they need 105 or similar, and that can be for a number of reasons. They might have leveraged up previously and now the property market softened and they can't sell. It could be that they've got their first charge mortgage on the property, but then they've taken a secured loan for home improvements, etc. I've bought from people who've taken business loans, but given security of a second charge on those business loans. So quite a lot of reasons why people might need to sell. A really common one at the moment is landlords. Landlords who have got tenants in situ, their mortgages have gone up and up and up and they can't afford to do works on the properties, but the properties are perhaps a little tired. They can't afford to evict the tenants in order to sell to first-time buyers or owner-occupiers. And so they're kind of stuck, but they really need to sell. Perhaps their mortgages are coming to an end. Now, they might have a year, they might have three years, they might have five years left on their mortgages. The writing's on the wall, and they're nervous. They're nervous about selling, and sometimes the mortgage companies will start to put pressure on them, start writing to them, start phoning them and saying, how are you going to dispose of these properties? How are you going to sort this out? Well, it's really difficult, I guess, is the best way of putting it. It's really difficult 
then for vendors or landlords that need to sell in that manner to find a buyer because putting a portfolio on the internet or putting it on with an agent isn't really a good option because a for sale board outside the property or even the property listed on Rightmove, often the tenants will find out. And even if they don't find out from the listing, how are you going to do viewings with multiple buyers or multiple prospective buyers without the tenants finding out? They're going to get the idea pretty quickly. And unfortunately, most most tenants, when they realize that you're selling the property, will move out. They'll give notice and move out so that they're in control of the situation. Whereas when we buy a portfolio, we'll go and meet the tenants and we'll say, look, hi, this is Frank. I'll normally go with the landlord. And the landlord will say, look, this is Frank. Just let you know, Frank's buying the property at the moment. But Frank is a landlord. He's looked at your payment history. He's really happy with you staying as a tenant. And I'll I'll speak to them and I'll say, yeah, I've um, my job is, you know, renting properties out. You're the best tenant in the world for me because you've already been here a year, two years, three years, five years, ten years. I'd love for you to stay. What are your intentions? Would you like to stay? Brilliant. Um, looking forward to working with you. Here's my number. Here's my details. If you have any questions, just shout. I will let you know when we complete. But for the time being, keep paying your current landlord and uh, they'll tell you when to pay me and I'll, I'll give you my bank details. So it's really reassuring. And they're, they're like, oh, well, I know Frank. If they get nervous, they can phone me. If they want to phone their current landlord, they can. So in that manner, the landlord or the, yeah, the landlord is guaranteed the rent until completion. Whereas in a regular sale, often the tenants will move out and they'll be left with a void, which doesn't sound bad, you know, a, a month or two void, but it could be three, four, five, six, seven months, especially if the sale doesn't proceed or if it um, is abandoned and then the landlord needs to go find another buyer. It could be a couple of years. And then do you put another tenant in and risk them moving out? Do you leave it empty, etc.? For that group of vendors be they owner occupiers or landlords there's just no solution available it's really really hard for those people to sell so they just sit there and and do nothing because they're not in a hurry but they are in a pickle so for those people what we've trained the agents on in this hour and a half training session is just to make the vendors aware that this option is available to them basically that we can buy really quickly obviously at a discount if that's of interest to you um, it's typically a 25% discount um, but we guarantee to make an offer within 48 hours so that's the BMV side of it up to 75% is what we can pay or we can actually pay um, higher um, and sometimes above market value but over a period of 5 to 15 years And we just give those two identifications, those two numbers. And if you give those numbers, it very quickly sorts the wheat from the chaff. It's a qualifying piece of information because if someone wants market value and is willing to wait six months, they're not going to be interested in a 25% discount and they're not going to be interested in waiting five to 15 years for the money. They want market value in the next six months or so. So those people are going to say, oh no, I want to, you know, I want market value. I don't want to sell at a discount and I want the money in six months, which is brilliant because 
the value is sat in front of them in their front room having a cup of tea and they're going to say great well here's our contract let's get you signed up so we can sell your house in the next few months they're going to do all the business they and this is really important when you're talking to agents they're not cannibalizing their regular business because the people that are gonna list with them are gonna list with them anyway in fact the fact that so this agent now and i'll talk you through what a what marketing they've done but the fact that this agent is now marketing guaranteed sale we guarantee to sell your house now what a state agent can do that the best guarantee an agent can can make normally is we guarantee not to charge you if we don't do the job so if we can't sell your house we won't charge you any money well that's a pretty rubbish guarantee but that's what pretty much every agent in the uk guarantees that's all they guarantee but our agent now has got an amazing competitive advantage because what they're saying is we guarantee to have an offer on your house within 48 hours <laughs> it's amazing isn't it absolutely amazing so what they're finding already is they're getting more valuations because people are interested in that they're intrigued now we've trained the telephone team and the valuers not to explain the offer until they go out to see them because you need to build the rapport first i've talked about that lots on this uh, podcast previously so you need to build rapport with the vendor and trust really understand their situation before you start making offers they're now getting more instructions when they're sat with the person the, and the person says oh explain and they just go through their normal sales process and if someone says great yeah i'm happy to sign up at a hundred thousand pounds you know uh market value and yet i understand that it's a four-month contract or a six-month contract however long they they tie their their vendors in for if someone just goes down that and is happy to sign that contract then we know they're not interested in option one or option three option one being the quick sale at a below market value price and option three being control now pay later over time but if someone asks about how's this guaranteed sale work what we've trained them to say is exactly what I just said, which is option one is the offer within 48 hours and typically the money within 28 days and up to 75% of what your property's worth. So I've just valued your house at 100, it would be up to 75,000 pounds. And not to say any more than that, that's option one. Option two is actually up to 100,000 pounds or more, it can even be more than 100,000 pounds, and that that money will then be paid to you over a period of five to 15 years. Now saying up to 75% and money over five to 15 years, covers option one and option three if someone is interested in one of those two options they are motivated and will not be interested in option two which is the regular sale so it's a really easy way of the agent qualifying or the valuer qualifying the person that they're in front of and obviously they're much more likely to get an instruction from one of those three and what we've done and this is really important we have guaranteed the agent their sale commission regardless of whether the person goes for option one option two or option three so obviously option two they sell normally through them but if the deal comes to us and we do the deal we've guaranteed the agent their commission we pay on completion of a bmv option one deal we pay on exchange of contracts or start of the control period so when we get keys on the control now pay later because obviously we don't want them to wait five to 15 years for their couple of thousand pound sale fee 
So that's how we've presented it to the agent. That's how we've trained the valuers. I am gobsmacked that in the first three and a half weeks, we have had 30 three zero leads. Now a lead typically will cost us 75 pounds um, in marketing spend just to get one person um, to give us their name and number and for us to have a conversation with them. Now the majority of those conversations do not proceed. The majority of those people we speak to will not take the process any further. So to get 30 conversations for free is amazing. But of course, the proof's in the pudding. It's about the quality of those conversations. From those conversations, we have agreed six deals. Now, a completed deal typically costs us around £4,000 in marketing spend. And that shows you how many leads you need typically in order to get a Uh, a completed deal. So if you're thinking £4,000 per deal and we've got six of them already, to be fair, they haven't completed yet. So perhaps we'll have a, let's say one falls through from from six, that, that perhaps would be possible or likely. Certainly that's within the realms of possibility. So let's say we get five completed deals out of the six and they're worth four grand each. That's £20,000 in marketing spend we've saved. That's unbelievable because it's, this is risk-free for us. Yes, it's taken us a bit of time to speak to 30 people. Yes, it's taken us some time to go and value um, some of the houses for the people that said yes, and then to sign them up. But this is this is no money down investing at its best because we're not even having to pay for any marketing. Having agreed those six transactions, three of them are below market value, all of which we're now passing to waiting investors. So we're turning those into TDIC deals, which stands for turning discounts into cash flow. So because we've negotiated them at 75%, if we are selling them to our waiting investors at above 75%, then obviously there's an income for us. If we have full market value investors, then fantastic. We're going to make the whole 25%. If we're selling them to more sophisticated investors, then um, we're going to make less of a, of a margin, but these properties haven't cost us any money to get. So we could potentially sell them at less of a margin because um, all of the money is profit. It isn't actually costing us anything to acquire these properties other than some time. So, that, so that's the below market value ones and we're, we're flipping those for a profit. Average price value um, in this area is about £110,000. So we're going to make £25,000, something like that, on each of these. Um, well, the discount is £25,000. The amount that we make on each one, it depends on the price at which we sell to the investor. But yeah, good money to be made on the below market value ones. And then the other three, and it's just a coincidence that it's split three and three, are control now, pay later deals, all of which we're holding. Now, two of them are quite bog standard deals, so their SP will take control of the control now pay later property and we'll manage that our SPV will do the other one and then there's a third one which is a beast it's um, probably going to end up being a nine or ten bed HMO really good cash flow on it quite an expensive property now that we're not going to come across those very often so the rough agreement so the heads of terms we have with the agent says that they get every other control now pay later and we get every other control now pay later 
the difficulty with that is that assumes that deals are pretty similar. This one that's a real beast, really good deal. We don't want to lose it, but it would be unfair for me to take it and it'd be unfair for the agent to take it. So we are going to do that in a joint SPV. SPV, of course, is special purpose vehicle, which is just a, a, a fancy term for, oh, in London, they call them SPIVs because SPV is too many consonant, uh, too many, too many uh, syllables. <laughs> spivs, that made me laugh. I was like, well, they could talk about these spivs. And I was thinking spivs, oh, SPVs. I was talking to some investors down in London. I was like, oh, I get it, I get it. But yeah, so SPV is just a fancy term for a limited company that you've incorporated for a specific purpose. That's it. So it's special purpose vehicle company to buy property <laughs> in a nutshell so we'll incorporate a spiv um with the agent and then we'll uh, we'll pop this uh, larger hmo property into it there you have it six deals no marketing spend three and a half weeks i'm not sure any marketing strategy that i've ever kicked off has yielded me six agreed deals within three and a half weeks. That That is uh, certainly uh, right up there with the best performing marketing I've ever, uh, ever done. And of course, it's the cheapest marketing I've ever done. We're now looking at potentially employing a member of staff to negotiate all of these, um, to speak to vendors on the phone, to uh, progress the sales. We're even talking to a law firm about them putting one of their lawyers in the estate agent's office so that we have someone dedicated working on all of our deals. Because if we can do six in the first three and a half weeks, imagine what we can do when we've got a bit of a funnel going and we've got a proper marketing campaign. By the way, the only marketing we've done so far is one email to their landlord database. And then since the training, which was about three and a half weeks ago, the valuers have been talking to vendors about it when they're in their front rooms. We have actually designed a guaranteed sale advert. So that is going to print shortly, but no one's actually seen that yet. So I've seen it, we've made it. The valuers are really excited about it because they're expecting get to get a lot more valuations because of it and we think we'll get even more deals then because the value people will be asking the valuers about what you know how's this guaranteed sale work etc but so far we've had one email and a few conversations in people's front rooms it's unbelievable unbelievable how many people need to sell right now and how many sophisticated property investing deals there are out there so there you have it 30 leads, zero marketing spend, six transactions, six sophisticated transactions agreed with zero marketing spend and cash flow positive from day one because we're flipping three of them to investors. We're going to have cash in the bank. We're going to have three no money down, control now, pay later properties, bringing in cash flow a month. The approximate cash flow from those three, I want to say there's at least... 500 pounds in each deal. I know the beast is bringing in about 2000 pounds. So in the region of 3000 pounds a month, positive cash flow from the three control now pay later deals and the agents getting half of that. So that's 1500 pounds a month 
income for the agent. They're also getting three sales commissions because of the three by now uh, control now, uh, so the three BMV properties. Plus we're paying three commissions on the three control now pay later deals. So they are actually getting six sales commissions plus 1500 pounds a month into their own um, company, not necessarily into the uh, estate agent company. Obviously the sales commissions go into the estate agent's company, but this is going into their portfolio company, their uh, SPV. And my side of the JV is £1,500 a month plus half of what we sell the properties for. But obviously I'm then getting half of that. So my share of that £1,500 will be £750. Plus, of course, all the equity in the Control Now Pay Later deals over the next five to 15 years. So I hope that's motivated you guys. There are so many vendors right now who desperately want to sell their properties and don't have a solution. What we've proven over the last month is that actually one of the best routes to market is through forming a relationship with an agent. And we're now going to do more of those. So um, because they're a national estate agency franchise, we're going to prove the concept and get, get these deals over the line, show how many commissions they're earning on their sales. And then we're going to ask for a referral to the franchisor. And then if the franchisor likes the sound of it, I can't see why they wouldn't. It's only upside for them. Then we could potentially be doing this with all of their franchisees or they could offer it as a, as a, a service to all of their franchisees, which I think would be amazing, absolutely amazing. And then, of course, we could go to other estate agents. But you don't have to do this through national chains or through franchises. You, you can do this with independents. Independents will love this because most independent estate agents aren't property investors. They'd love to be, but they aren't. And of course, you can also do it with letting agents who don't currently sell, but would love to earn commissions, like chunky commissions, rather than their 10% a month. They'd love to earn a couple of grand on a referral to you every month or so from their landlords who are wanting to offload who are asking them for valuations, asking them if they know any landlords that would be interested in buying. And they can say, yes, actually, I do. I know an investor who, um, yeah, they'll be able to give you an offer. They'll be able to value it and make you an offer within, uh, within 48 hours. Would you like me to get them to give you a call? And it really is as easy as that. A name and a number and you're rocking and rolling. Guys, if you would like help from me support from me on your property journey if you're sat there thinking god i'd like six deals under my belt i'd like to be growing my property portfolio i'd like to be earning an income from property investing i'd like to be able to quit my job i'd like to be able to capitalize on this next property cycle by the time properties are going up in value again it's too late it's really hard to buy in an upward positive market it's when the market's in the doldrums that it is, as it is right now, that you make the money. You make money when you buy. You don't make money when you sell property. And so if you're sat there thinking, I would love to get going on this, or I'd love to take my property investing to the next level, then I'd encourage you to reach out. You can drop us an email. My personal email address is f.flegg at ethicalpropertypartners.com. That's f. F-L-E-G-G, so f.pleg at ethicalpropertypartners.com. Drop me an email. That will be picked up by my team and they will get back to you and explain how you can get involved. I would love to help you on your property journey. 
there is nothing that gives me more pleasure than uh, helping people who have struggled previously really understand that property is a phenomenal wealth building strategy, but don't know how to go about it. Need that support, need that knowledge, need that training, need that direction. And if you feel that I'm a good fit for you and that I can help you with that, then I would love to. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Until next time, happy investing. Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment.